Welcome to Squared Circle Rewind, Episode 7, where we will be reviewing the WWF Big Event. I'm Jesse, joined by Dave and Ben. I'm back, everybody. Back from my hiatus from last week. Yes, you are gone. And where's this hailing from? Uh, Toronto... C&E Exhibition Stadium from Toronto, Ontario. My old stomping grounds. You used to went and stomped at the C&E? Yes, I actually used to as a kid, yeah. When I wouldn't get my way, I'd stomp uh, here, I'd stomp there, until my parents gave in. I'd, absolutely, there was a lot of stomping going on back then. That's why you're back out here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And it was a, a 70,000 gate. Which is impressive. Like 70,000 people. There was a lot of people out there. It was outdoors, and everyone looked cold. Cold, yes. And I felt really bad for the wrestlers, because I don't know if they knew how cold it was going to be. <laughs> um... It was just, uh, and we had uh, we had Gorilla Monsoon, Big Cat Ernie Lad, and the luscious Johnny Valiant on commentary, which was not great. <laughs> it sounded like Teddy Long. Ernie Lad sounded a lot like Teddy Long. I thought yeah. it was like I'm like whoa, is this Teddy? Oh, oh no, Big Cat. Okay. Um, and uh, it, this pay per view was heavily edited, big time, heavily. So I don't know if uh, we got the full taste of it, or they just cut out about an hour's worth, because this clocked in at just under two hours. And it was very, like, sporadic through the matches. Like, yes. Like, you'd be in a headlock, and all of a sudden, they'd be on top rope. Yep. yep. Or they'd be on their way to the ring via the ramp, and then they're in the ring, and you were like, did I just walk away? What just happened? But yeah, yep. it was very edited. Heavily edited. And now we go to the first match. Which is Haas and Jimmy Jack Funk versus the Killer Bees. And this is one of those matches that was heavily edited. There's one point that B. Brian Blair gets tossed out of the ring and suddenly he's he's back in. And and and, and then he's and and then it like cuts and the killer bees are putting on masks. <laughs> like it's yeah. like what? And so they're pulling the twin magic thing. Mm-hmm. And it is that not a heel move? Very much so. It, is but the fans they, loved it. They, they loved it, but it's a I heel move. I loved it when move. I was a kid. It's a heel move. Why are you booking your faces to go over as heels? I don't understand that. And that's exactly exactly what the finish was. So it was it was a pretty good opening match, though. I thought. Yeah, I thought so too. Actually, it was actually one of the better matches on the card. It was actually like the first match I ever watched completely with the Killer Bees. And I will say that of the two, I prefer Brian uh, Blair. Whoa! Not jumping. No, no, he was oh, very. He botched um, a lot. Yes, he well, did. He was sloppy, but Brian. It's hard, it's hard to jump. Was well, like he was just very fluid and smooth, and I love the high energy. Well, he, like he, as soon as he got into the match. Um, there was also a part in the match. I don't know if you caught it, but there was no tag. Yep. Where I was just like, Hosh just comes in. I'm like, yep. uh, There was no right tag. in front of the ref. The ref was like, I think this ref. The ref just let it go. He, I think he was lazy tonight. Maybe because there was a lot of I think he was further drunk. matches where there was just a lot of screw ups and he um, just looked like he was confused. It, uh, you guys are being too nice to this match. I thought this match was garbage. Well, here, here's here's, <laughs> here's what I came out with. Um, Brian B. B. Brian Blair actually kind of impressed me a little bit with his uh, sequence of body slams back and forth. I thought that was like, oh, okay, that's impressive right there. Um, Nice botch on the jumping shoulder block by jumping Jim Brunzel on Jimmy Jack Funk. It's like, oh, okay, when your trademark name is jumping, you might want to jump a little better. Um, and they said that uh, J- Jimmy Jack and Haas Funk 
look like exactly the same in one part of the commentary and I'm like uh, no offense but Jimmy Jack is an ugly like Haas and they look nothing alike and that and he actually has a mask on and he has long hair and I can go on and on but yeah um, I do miss the bee masks though uh, when they did the, the little switch thing I, I thought that was the that was their trademark I thought so eh, like I said it was one of the better matches on the card on which isn't really saying much or <laughs> so the, the very high so the finish was Ugh. once they throw on the masks um, I don't know which which B was in, Brian. but he he rolls out. The other one rolls in, and then when Haas comes over, he gets him in a he gets him in a uh, uh, small package. One, two, three, and that's it. For what it was, I thought it was decent for an opening, comparatively to the previous papers we've watched, where the opening match is always the worst. Yes, that's true. That's true. But now we're on to the second match. Which is King Tonga, a.k.a. Haku, versus Don Morocco. Now, speaking of the Haku, they actually... They referenced it. They referenced that that he's changing his name from Tonga to ha- Haku. Like, he, like, he's just done with that name. And I don't think I've ever heard a guy change his name mid-match. <laughs> you know, I've never heard of that. Never, you know, ne- like, never like if they're ever going to change their name, they always take them off TV for a few months, repackage them, here's the new dude, you know? Uh, but then this, they're just like, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to change your name mid-match. It's cool. <laughs> like, just whatever. Haku's not a good face. You know, he's just, he's he's a heel. But, I mean, yeah. we've all, we've seen, like, 95% of his career as a heel, but he's just, he's, he's not a face. He doesn't look like one. Um, it was weird seeing him. As I a, thought this was a meh match. Yeah, not, there was not, some. There's some nice spots. It was like not. The, uh, it was not a very magnificent match from Morocco. That's for sure. Like the <sighs> the the highlight of the match for me was the power slam from the apron into the ring. That was cool. That was yep. nice. I thought that was executed very nice. Um, now there was that interesting monkey flip armbar oh spot where I was just like what just happened I don't know if it was interesting if not I think by interesting you mean botch yeah it was just <laughs> that was one it, of 10,000 like times where Dave and I just kind of looked at each other like what just happened like it was one of those spots where it looked like it was going to go nicely and it didn't yeah and it was just like okay that just happened let's move on yep and then that's when we started realizing that the the pay per view event is edited because it started just like it's just jumping around yeah it would uh, right. it would do this weird uh, loop is not the word, but it would it would jump, and uh, there was like no transitioning. There was no transition, and they just cut out. I, I'm assuming they went back and edited this and cut out the really bad stuff. Uh, and this match ends in a draw. I'm guessing it was a time limit, but it was a time limit expiration. Time limit yeah. Did they actually announce it? They announced oh, it. Oh, you did. Okay, limit. I just missed that. It, it was like it was like uh, said really silently, like oh, okay. oh, it was time expiration. Oh, okay. I didn't really care. But the, at the beginning of the match, I didn't even hear them say this limit. This match is a time limit of. So I didn't even hear the, um, what the limit was. You know what? I actually think they do. I, I think they, they may have. at the beginning of each. But they probably edited it out. They might have edited it. They may have edited it out. But yeah, so. Can't off, double count out. Off to the or, third uh, match. Time expired. And uh, Ted Arcini oh, versus Tony Gurria. Holy crap, was this match bad. Well, the crowd was so into this match that their attention was completely somewhere else uh, when something else was going on. Oh, my God. But uh, Ted Arcini? How could that guy even walk? He's jacked. Like his... He looks like Rusev, but just bigger. Yeah. Like, I, I, just, I saw Rusev in him. It looked like his muscles had muscles. But then his wrestling was not like Rusev. His wrestling was brutal. It, like, first of all, nice running shoes. 
<laughs> and high top socks. <laughs> yes, yes. That was... Well, I think Ted City was like... Uh, his, his billing was the world's strongest man or something to that effect. Like a, an Olympic Mark weight. Henry wears boots. But this was back <laughs> in the 80s. And I guess it was, you know, part of that... He's an Olympic strongman, so this is what it is. But man, was this a and horse manure of a Why match. are you wearing a singlet with the straps down? He's wearing a singlet. Know. I'm like... Put the straps hey, Kurt, Kurt Angle maybe, did that a few times. Yeah, maybe but Kurt Angle used it to set up his finish. He oh, that's, that's down true. And that's put the angle maybe, this guy maybe, was maybe he hit the singlet. It was the only thing that could fit him. It was, but it doesn't fit his upper body. It's like a spaghetti strap, probably. Yeah, I don't know. But this was a crap match. Just oh, by I was way. so happy when it was over. Like this, It went match, quick, though. The, the match went Thank quick. Thank you to the edits. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yes, our city wins with, um, bear with, with a bear hug. A very rare finish. Uh, big deal in the 80s, though. A lot of guys used it in the 80s. That's like, true. Stud used to use it all the time. Yep. But um, I thought this match was junk. <laughs> so let's move on to the fourth match. And, oh, God, we're going from junk to more junk. And it really shocked me that this match was junk just based on these two characters. And that would be the adorable Adrian Adonis versus the Junkyard Dog. This match was everywhere. It, I couldn't keep up with it. I'm like, what? Okay, Headbutts. Um, like... Junker Doug attacked him with the, with the chain to begin the match, which it was. It should have been a ten second match because he wasn't now, disqualified. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, like the match starts. JYD grabs the chain and wallops Adonis. Like, the oh, ref, that, that was quick. If I the, played that WWE two K seventeen, I would have been disqualified in the first five seconds. But and, no, it's fine with JYD. And the ref looks right at it and no DQ. But it's a, not a non-DQ, like, like it's it's not a no-DQ match. It's a regular match. Yep. So, JYD gets away with everything. I mean, he can count his own one, two, three in a match, and he can win, and he yeah. can not yep. get... Wow, he had a lot of uh, pullback. But, then. like, throughout this match, <laughs> there were all it was was, was thumps, which is uh, JYD's finisher name, which was the headbutts. Yeah. He even did it outside the ring. Yeah. Underneath the ropes. That's all he was doing. Like, it was just, it was just, I don't know if it was part Actually, I didn't of mind the, that spot. It, like, I don't know if it was part of the edit problem. But it was just, it was literally everywhere. They were in the ring, out of the ring. And then the finish was a count out? Okay, Adonis, like, yes, seriously, it, he, flew it was over a count the, out, yeah. he threw over the ropes and the, the ref goes, that's it. It's yeah, as if was, it's like, one, two, three, three, ten. <laughs> yeah, he counted one, two, ten. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, that's what's right. He just, what did they do to ten? He's out, it's done, it's done. <laughs> like, within uh, seconds of Adonis's feet hitting the floor, it was a count out. I'm like, ding, what? Ding, ding. What? Huh? Yeah, that's about yeah. Royal. <laughs> so if we're keeping score at home, it, that's the fourth match, and we've that's had garbage. We we've had no good matches so far. So speaking of not good matches, our next one is uh, <laughs> Dick Slater versus Iron Mike Sharp. Oh, oh god, goodness. this one was heavily edited. Oh god. If if the other ones were edited, this was heavily edited. You miss a lot of the match. Um. And Probably for good reasons. And it's for very good reasons, because the <laughs> match you so did bad. see was so bad. Just so Botches bad. What, did, what made them think the Rebel, Dick Slater, would ever get over? What kind of gimmick is that? It is, you know... That when is you're just, wearing the Confederate flag in the middle of Toronto, it's like, okay, guys, come on. Yeah, exactly. Gonna, maybe, it ain't gonna go over. Maybe leave the Confederate flag in the back. For this one, you had um, a, I mean, if he was, was a rebel, you would have maybe put a Canadian flag on him. I don't know. This was like the actual first match I I actually watched with Mike Sharp, and it was probably the bad first match to watch. At least, he, <laughs> at least he's entertaining. It left a, it left a like it was just so like the psychology wasn't there. 
Like, He's just nothing nasty made bumps. sense. Nothing yeah. made sense. And can we just go to the finish? What uh, was the finish? Dick Slater wins with a diving elbow to the Remember head. Remember the top rope right. bionic elbow? Right. Yep. And then a roll-up? Yep. Into a roll-up. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, the, no, I'll give the roll-up because the roll-up, that's... When he does it, you're you're taking the way... He can't kick out, right? Because you got both his legs and you got your whole body on him. So I, I'm fine with the way he pinned him. I'm just more happy this match is over. It was terrible. So let's move on to this. <laughs> oh, my oh, thank God. God. Some wrestling is about to happen now. What? Jake what? Roberts versus... No. Oh, wait. Oh, that's the following Whoa. one. Sorry. Jumping. Sorry, my bad. The mi- Okay, we're back <laughs> to the bad wrestling. The Machines versus King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd. And Bobby Heenan. And, and Bobby, Bobby Heenan. Oh, and, and Bobby Captain Heenan Lou and Captain Lou Albano, which is pathetic that Captain Lou and Bobby Heenan was the highlight of the show thus far. Now, the machines, <sighs> um, the whole story with, with this is that uh, one of the machines, I think he was called Giant Machine, was, <laughs> on, was Andre the really? Giant. Who was he? Uh, it was Andre the Giant. Are you sure? And I'm sure. <laughs> I, I I used the the Wikipedia. Was it the way he was walking around the the ring that kind of uh, gave it away? You know, and all the moves that he was doing all, exactly like Andre. You know, it was the chops that that really. I think it was the in. punch that actually. Um, he uh, <laughs> the whole thing was that I guess Andre had to wear a mask for some reason to help Captain Lou. And Heenan was saying it was Andre, but they couldn't ever get the mask off. And if they were able to get the mask off, Andre would have to retire, yada, yada, yada. So Andre's the the bodyguard in this. He's on the floor. And the other two machines are Axe from Demolition, which Demolition has not come out yet. So, um, it's, hey, how do you know this? Well, they're not on this pay-per-view. Well, how, how do you they, know? How do you know who? How do they is? know that he's not on the pay per view? Well, no, how do you it. know who these guys are? Because I went on Wikipedia. You actually took the time to care enough to see who was underneath. I masks? sure did, because okay. I care. I want our fans oh, to know. But okay. yeah, Bobby the Brain couldn't do this. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. So who's the real brain, Bobby? <laughs> and Blackjack Mulligan was the other one. And so I would have known that. Those two with Captain Lou against Bundy Stud and Bobby Heenan. Heenan sells like a god in this he match. He is he was bumping like crazy. And the crowd was super into it. They were. They were. For a six man match, I didn't think it was bad. For for who was involved in it. It was very slow until the managers got in. Yes. Then as soon as the managers got in, that's when the fans like really responded because it's like we get to see entertainment now. Yes. Because it was just a lot of big guys. Yeah, and like, then um, and then uh, Andre gets into the ring, or I'm sorry, Giant Machine gets into giant the ring. Machine, the giant Machine, giant Machine, and starts chopping everybody, which leads to the DQ. So the ref can do DQs in this match, but in two matches before, with a, when JYD's hitting people with, with a metal uh, chain, with a, with a chain, there's no DQ. No. So okay, sure. But Andre's chop is a foreign object. That's true. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, he's from France, so that technically is foreign. So Yes, yes. Right. So Bundy, Stud, and he didn't win by DQ. I thought it was a serviceable six-man tag. Um, it's probably the only match I've enjoyed so far. Which it, is, it walked a fine line. Which is not great. It was better than what we've seen Well, I'm only prior. comparing to what I'm seeing on the paper. Prior, yes. Which and, brings us to our next... What was the... You said the finish? Okay, so yep. next match. Like like I said, thank God, finally some wrestling. Jake Roberts versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in a snake pit match. And I saw no snakes in the ring or around the ring. Don't you think that would have kind of added to the 
The hype of the match. I don't know why they called it. Or you get throw get thrown into a pit of snakes. The whole thing. The whole thing was it was a hog pen match. (laughs) Outdoors though, we couldn't. They couldn't do it outdoors. Can you imagine the snakes being outdoor Toronto? Yeah, they they have they have garter snakes in Toronto. They're not poisonous, but I mean they're still creepy and nasty and oily looking. So they could they could have improvised. Then the Metro Toronto Zoo just half an hour away. They could have borrowed some. The Canadian snake that we get lesser snakes that can't hurt you. (laughs) Um, They have cute names. They're adorable. Yes, yes. Uh, They sorry if they bite you. This This all stemmed from uh, Jake giving Ricky a concussion on the floor. Yes, Uh, off a DDT when the DDT was a powerful. Powerful finishing move, and Ricky even said that that he legitimately got knocked out. Yeah, because well. he he yeah. like he he did he just did a front bump and yeah. actually smacked his face smacked on his head. the concrete. Jake said that was the heaviest thing he's ever lifted his entire life. Um, <laughs> After that happened, so this was a no DQ match. That's all it is. But instead of calling it a no DQ match, they wanted to call it the Snake Pit match. Um, this was a great match with great psychology. Yes. Very aggressive, uh, like but, a vendetta, like aggressive. You know, uh, what I'd like to say to that is, duh, look who's in the ring. No yeah. wonder it was great with great psychology. <laughs> you got Steamboat and uh, Roberts. Uh, the one thing that, that kind of threw me off with Roberts, he came out in like a silk shirt. Yes. Yeah, I didn't really get that. And <laughs> Nice robe. It was a nice yeah, robe. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I've never seen Jake Roberts in a robe. But then they panned the crowd at one point, and I swear I saw people breathing, and I could see their breath. And I'm like, oh, that's why he was wearing a robe. Because it's cold! <laughs> it's Toronto! Yeah! Jesus! I thought so. it was a good match. Um, like my, like I said, my, my favorite matches that have a lot of good story to it is when it starts with, with the media aggression. Yeah. Because that, that, that's, yep. that's what sells me, where it's like, oh my god, these guys hate each other. And it's, you know, what, what more can we say than it, Roberts and Steamboat? Like... Steamboat's the athleticism of the part of the match, and then Roberts has that great psychology. Yep. Where he just wants to hurt him. Yep. And uh, that Steamboat got color on the outside. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was good. It good added thing. to the match. Um, Probably made it feel a little bit warmer. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's like, I would definitely juice this uh, match. But they, they, they had parts where they were brutal. They had parts where they tried to out-rustle each other. Um, it was all well done, and then the finish I thought was really good because Roberts was dominating mm-hmm. for the end of the match, and when he went to pin him, he sat on him and put his arms up, you know, to to say like, "Hey, I've won." And then Steamboat just reached up and put it, got it, held back his arms and rolled him up for a pin. One, two, three. So I thought that it was, like, was uh, it was like I thought a sunset that was, flip kind of yeah it was like a sunset flip it was it was a, a good finish and it protected Roberts because yeah, he did. he got beat by his cockiness not by being bested you know yes. so I I thought this was a very good match there's hope for this pay per view yet after seeing that match and then and then one. it gets squashed and <laughs> then we go to Billy Jack Haynes versus Hercules which I just palmed my face going okay we're back to this are we but. Um, wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought there was some decent working from both the guys, so it proved not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But it was no, by no means, a five star match. Yeah, you know, I, I've always thought Hercules was was severely underrated. For I think he his, got crapped on a lot, like his, from other wrestlers. His I, athleticism was, was good. Like, yeah, did you see that that leaf frog he did? Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's yeah, very no, he, athletic. He's a very athletic man. I don't like Billy Jack Haynes though. I don't no, like his wrestling no. style. I never I, got behind him. This is only the second match I've ever seen him in. I think another one was a WrestleMania match or something. Um, but 
I don't like his wrestling style. It's it's it, this match was was too slow paced with no psychology. If you're gonna be slow paced, have the psychology in it, and this match didn't really have any, and that annoyed me throughout. Billy Jack Haynes, I think, was the Mason Ryan of the 1980s. <laughs> wow, that that's hard. That's hurtful. <laughs> No, I'm that's just hurtful. kidding. No, Mason Ryan wasn't that bad. <laughs> there was a lot of confusion that led to a great finish because the match was done. I liked the finish because it, it meant. Do you remember how the finish ended? It was a oh, he, pin. He, yeah, he uh, Billy Jack reversed her, her Hercules's uh, neckbreaker into a backslide. I thought that was a decent was finish. One, two, three. But I'm glad later. it was done. Done. And like, then we move on to another match, which oh. was also crap. The Rougeau brothers versus the Dream Team, and things are about to get brutal. This, uh, how long was this match? Oh, like too uh, like, long. Even with the editing, was it like fifteen to twenty minutes? Like oh, twenty on, minutes. Yep. It, are you sure it wasn't two and a half hours? Because that's what it felt like. Personally, it, it was not two and a half hours. Valentine again worked pretty much the entire match while Brutal Beefcake, sorry, Brutus Beefcake was on the, the apron for you know ninety percent of the match. Uh, ref uh, was counting to. Uh, what was with the refs counting? It seemed okay. like it was taking them ten seconds to count the three. Now, I know you guys are crapping on this match. I didn't think this was a bad tag match, for what it was. Uh, I always, the Rougeos I, were okay. I liked the Rougeos. Beefcake didn't look as bad as he usually does, and Valentine was working okay. The when he ref, was selling, the ref distracted me from this match because his counts were so slow. So slow. It was uh, it was the Wayne Hart of refing here. What was going on? He may have been there was, Wayne, there was he may one... have been Wayne Hart's uh, um, insp- inspiration. Oh, the ref just kept because he was just so slow, and he would do this weird thing where he would count and then rub the mat by the guy's shoulders, and then and then do another count. And now I don't know if that's the way it was done in the sixties and seventies. I'm not sure. And if it was, I could see why they got rid of it because it's the dumbest thing ever. If you're gonna have false finishes, it's gotta be one, two, shoulder up, one, two, shoulder up, not one. Cricket chirp. Two. <laughs> Cricket chirp. Shoulder up. It makes no <laughs> sense. Like it really distracts from the match. And I was, I actually was liking this match. Uh, but the ref took me out of it, yeah. and and that just bothers me so greatly. We didn't see this ref after this event, did we? I I don't know. Oh, I, I don't no, know. I think we did went back the, to Earl Hebner. Which did is... you see that one spot where it was just after the double oh, yeah, team yeah. from the Rojo brothers, <laughs> that, like fucking sent on, and then yep. Gray came in, and I I forget I think it was Raymond. Went through the drop kick and, and Greg, totally missed. And Greg just no sell. Like it was just like it looks so confusing. <laughs> I think Greg was like, "Oh, you're going for a drop kick." So Raven he's <laughs> running through it. Tried to hit a drop kick and Greg just stepped took two steps back into the corner, and Raven just fell. And Greg's like, "Oh, okay, I'm just gonna go break up the pin yeah. now." <laughs> There's also another part in the taping match where I be- yeah Bruce came in while Valentine was being pinned and like. Uh, Valentine was being pinned in like towards their corner, and Bruce Beefcake just like surpassed the pin and started attacking the uh, other brother. Yeah, and the, I'm like, why wouldn't you try to break the pin? 
Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, uh, I just, anything that I see advertised with Brutus Beefcake, I all imagine. Was he fixing his uh, armbands as he was running over to Most him? He was not. No? Um, the Rougeos win with the Sunset Flip. So many um, roll-up finishes. Yep, that was the thing. Um, uh, Raymond start. Sunset Flipped over Valentine to get the win. Raymond was not the legal man in the ring, but they <laughs> counted anyways. And they didn't it even, was such a weird spot, too. Like, they didn't even need masks to pull that off, so take that, Killer Beast. Oh, it was, I'm so <laughs> bad. It was, it was 20 minutes too long. Tw- you know, I didn't think that this was that bad, you know? Um, where you guys were okay with the Billy Jack and the Hercules, I'm okay with this tag match. I thought it was I thought it was good for mm-hmm. what it was. Uh, then we go to the next match, say. and this match was horse manure. Well, I mean... <sighs> When they said Harley Race and Pedro Morales, I w- my ears kind of perked up a little bit. I'm like, oh, this this could this could be something. Uh, Horrible and, display of top drawers. Uh, and granted, these two guys are on their way out. Um, yeah, but they're, they've been around long enough to know it's like, okay, we're on our way out. Hey, but hey, we've been around long enough to put something... Hey, you know, put something decent together, at least that's passable, maybe? Well, they got into the semi-main event, so I guess they knew they drew, but... uh got to get it done in the ring, though. Handsome Harley Race, we were supposed to call handsome him now? Handsome Harley yep. Race. W- what? Very false advertised. What? Yeah. Who is coming up with this? Probably Vince is a rib. It's like that other guy from the WCW event, the very popular this guy, or whatever. The, I can't even remember his <laughs> name. It was like, who comes up with these nicknames? It's it's almost as bad as above average Mike Sanders. Um, uh, and <laughs> luscious Johnny Valiant was not saying very PG things about Morales throughout the whole match. Nope. No. Uh, no. We cannot say it here, but if you want to yeah. hear some inflammatory comments... You Funny go, how those are never edited out. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. I'm <laughs> like, oh, so they just leave in all the bad wrestling, but we, we can have the uh, the not-so-PG things from the announcer, if that makes sense. I mean, I, I wasn't really into the match, but I was kind of like listening to the commentary a little carefully. I'm going, okay, easy. This is Pedro Morales here. Come on. Well, I mean, just in general... Yeah. I mean, really? You're saying these things? Anyways. Um, Harley out. Race scoops Morales' legs and puts his feet on the ropes to win. So Harley Race wins. Uh, this match was only about five minutes. Did you see the, the, the spot with the ref, though, when the ref was selling a bump? Like, oh, yeah. They were both in the corner, <laughs> and the ref's, like, like, waving his arms, <laughs> and I'm like, is this part of, like... What is happening? Too much maple syrup. That's right. That ref, he was going berserk. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just so bad. So bad. Now we're at the main event. Thank oh. God. <laughs> oh. I liked the main event. I did, too. I thought it was great. So who was, was it, Ben? Who was it? It was the immortal Hulk Hogan versus Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. And both of these guys, I'll just put on the record, were both wonderful in this match. Um, Especially Paul. Hogan's the champ going in. It's for the world title. Um, Aggressive. I love once again where Dave loves how they start a match. I liked when the ref was checking. Oh, and that clothesline! Blindside clothesline was great. And Orndorff jumped him, and I was like, "That's great." He's out to to take the title. He's being a nasty heel. Great, great start to the match. He is bipolar, I think. Uh, yeah. Polar was back and forth, face one. Well, he was Big Show before Big Show. (laughs) He just. Um, Oh God. Uh, Hogan can work a crowd like nobody else in wrestling. <laughs> For so little. Did you see his hip shake in this match? Just oh, hulking the, up? 
Oh no no he he was, he was mo- signaling for a pile driver. He was driver. signaling for a pile driver, which which I didn't understand why that felt like a pile <laughs> driver to him. Yeah. But then when he got Orndorff in his legs, he wiggled. Yes he did. <laughs> yes he did. Well actually Paul Orndorff would nuts. do that too though before his pile driver, so uh, he's mocking him. It's just funny. It looks, Hogan it looks funny Hogan shaking doing it. his yes. hips yes. Yes. at three hundred plus pounds. Um I, jelly I, flying. I like the psychology in this match. There was one point where Hogan Hogan picked up Orndorff and he kind of had him by the hand and then he short-arm clothesline him because that's what Orndorff did to Hogan to turn. And then the crowd popped huge. So for them to come together and do that spot to get the crowd popped, very th- this match was very well worked. Yeah. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought here. <laughs> you I think? Lost, I lost my train of thought. Uh, you guys are not going to have to continue. Well, uh, one, thing, one thing here. Um, I don't know where you went, Eugene. I don't know. <laughs> the Hogan looked really good in this match because the hero is only going to look as strong as how good the villain is. And Orndorff came off as a very, very good heel, a very good villain. So he made Hogan look, I thought, really strong. And... Now I lost my train of thought. Now we're losing our train of thought. <laughs> I, 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 I love how this was the main event and neither one of them were Canadian. Yes. Yes. But Hogan was so over as if he oh, might it did, as well it be Canadian. Oh, it didn't matter. Hogan, Hogan was over everywhere. Um, I liked how he went for the pile driver finish, even though you <laughs> laughed at the, the shaking of the hips. But what got me is he like he like gets him. He's like holding him to get him ready for a pile driver. So he lifts him up and he has to hold him because Heenan's late getting in to hit him for the DQ. Yeah. It's like, Heenan, move your butt, buddy. And this like, match was short. Yes. Yes. When you give 20, 20 to 25 minutes for a tag match, but you only give these guys like 15? What? Yeah, like, I remember because uh, on the network, they, they have that highlight feature where you can click the dots. And the dot was like, after the match started, it said finish. And it was only like seven minutes in. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this match was only like nine minutes? Yeah, it was pretty quick. And I was, you know, I was kind of like, it's, the, it's most, most likely due to, to the amount of editing that, that they did. But I don't think this match had much editing done to it. Because I, I didn't really no, see much. I don't think it had any. No, it didn't have any. Um, like, and that, So the match was legitimately only nine minutes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was a good nine minutes. It was minutes. a good nine minutes. It, it was a fun fill. If you're giving me nine aggression. minutes, give me a good match. They utilized That's, the nine minutes. Uh, so the finish was Heenan came in and hit Hogan from behind. Orndorff goes for the pin. The ref rings the bell. So Orndorff thinks he won. He grabs the belt. Puts the belt on. He thinks he's champion, and then the announcer has the pause, and he goes, "And still heavyweight champion, like winning by whatever by DQ." Hulk Hogan the crowd goes crazy. Orndorff loses his mind. Now, I will say when when Heenan put that title around Orndorff's waist, it looked good. Yes, it did. Like Orndorff looked like he would be I a look, pretty I good champion. Yeah. Yes, like, he could have pulled it off. I think. So now that we're at the end, we thankfully. Are. <laughs> uh, Jesse, you even forewarned me. You said this pay per view is very bad. Yes, and I was like, uh, Jesse exaggerates sometimes. No, no, he did not. No, no, it no, was I terrible. Um, I gave it a three point five out of ten. Okay, what say you, Ben? Okay, everyone, listen to my notes. I gave it a three, <laughs> and that's <laughs> the only reason I'm giving it a three is because Steamboat Roberts, Orndorff, and Hogan saved this pay per view. What say you, Jesse? I gave it a four out of ten. Originally, I gave it a five, but these two yelled at me. Five, um, <laughs> five. F- I liked the Roberts Steamboat match. That's Kay. worth two points. Okay. Okay. Hogan Orndorff worth Kay. two points. Okay. So that's four. That's four. 
Rugel be- Rugel's against Beefcake, I thought was worth one one point. So five. Five. And all the other matches are zero. Oh, the, the others were complete <laughs> zeros. Complete and utter zeros. Wow, that was a great addition, I think. Great episode. Good job. <laughs> What's next? So, next week, join us for episode eight of uh, the Squared Circle Rewind, where we'll be reviewing Starcade 1986, The Skywalkers. And we'll let Septembrio take us out. Luke Skywalker? W